Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. Uh, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show daily over the largest talk platform in the nation, and that is Red State, Red State Talk Radio. Yeah, and if you're traveling through, Times Square, be sure to look up above uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not, and you shall see above that iconic building, Ripley's Believe It or Not, the Red State Talk billboard. And every hour, 24 hours a day, the C.L. Bryant show does pop up there in Times Square, and C.L.'s face looking right back at you there in Times Square. I understand that it's beginning to, you know, bustle again down there in Times Square, and the crime rate is rising because there is no one to watch out for the cheering. <laughs> well, you know, the people who are walking down, who are, who are visiting down, there is no one to look out for them anymore. And so many of them are, think they're in Shangri-La because they're in New York, but New York is a very dangerous place. Oh, we got a full show for you today coming up uh, at the uh, bottom of this hour, toward the bottom of this hour, is uh, Parker Ward. Parker Ward will be on with us. And as you may already know, my senator, yeah, the one that, hey, Michelle, the one that you and I worked so hard to get elected. The one that you and I warned that he was going to be challenged by the hard left in our hometown of Louisiana. We warned him. And he was able to vanquish the uh, challenger pretty handily. Bill, I think you have forgotten your friend. Senator Bill Cassidy, this is your friend. At least I thought we were. Senator, I got to take exception to it, man. And, and hey, listen, when you decide, Bill Cassidy, I got to talk to you. You have been on my show. We have been friends, Bill. We have broken bread together. You have been important to some of the things that the president was trying to push for. The president himself actually gave you kudos and credits when he said that when he wanted the opinion of a doctor, a medical doctor, he went to Bill Cassidy. Bill Cassidy, what did you do? You have been, Bill, as far as we are concerned here in this state, the people who put you in office, you need to hear this and you need to hear it from me because I helped you when nobody else was. You have betrayed us. You voted 
in with with Democrats that somehow it was okay to proceed with this impeachment sham. I have Parker Ward coming up um, at the uh, near the bottom of this hour, the 24s. I got him coming up after a short break. And I'm sure Parker's going to say his piece as well. But just so there's no mistake about how I feel about this, is how I feel about this. But it also gives you an idea that there is a shifting. Oh, it's paradigm. There is a shifting in the atmosphere. And there was, I want you to get this, a few months ago, well, actually now going back over a year, the shifting in the atmosphere was absolutely spiritual. It was even infecting the White House. Oh, and I know, believe me, I know. Uh, and, you know, I, hey, unashamedly, unabashedly Christian. You're going to get Christian views uh, from a Judeo-Christian perspective on this show. And you need them. You may not be a Christian. You may be an atheist, but you're glad that I am a Christian. I can tell you that much right now. Because if I was not a Christian, you would not be able to walk down the streets in this city. If people who are Christians, who are Christians, were not Christians, you would not be able to walk down the streets of this city. The only thing that constrains the heart and the actions of men is the gospel of Jesus Christ and the influence of other men who are influenced by the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's the only thing that keeps it. You better believe that that's the only thing that keeps the lid on this whole thing that's boiling in this world right now. You remove that, you take that away, you take it out. Scriptures warned you. You take that away, it all collapses. Ronald Reagan tried to tell you. That if America forgets that she is one nation, a Judeo-Christian ethic under God, if she forgets that, she will be a nation gone under. And when you see uh, billionaire NBA franchise owners like Mark Cuban, this goes right along with Bill Cassidy and, and what we are so disappointed in Bill Cassidy. And Bill, I'm going to call you, man. I'm going to be calling you. Know, you probably don't even want this call. Uh, you're going to get the text if you don't get my, if you don't take the call, you're going to get the text. We are very disappointed in you. We might as well have let the liberal mayor do his best to unseat you because guess what, Bill? He would have voted the same way. We're very disappointed in you. He, your your challenger, your opponent, that we did everything to shield you from, even though you beat him handily. And I have a feeling that part of that handily is because of us here on this show. We did everything to shield you from that challenge. But guess what, Bill? He would have voted the same way you just did. That this impeachment sham is constitutional. When I heard the news, and I didn't get it uh, from 
Fox News or CNN. I got it from a friend, a mutual friend of ours, Bill. A mutual friend. He called and he said, you won't believe. Did you did you hear about the vote that Bill Cassidy cast? Uh, no, you won't believe. What? What's going on? Bill Cassidy, along with six other Republicans, voted with the Democrats that this is constitutional. You know, Bill. There is, uh, especially in Louisiana, we, we're, we're, we're sticklers about this. We're sticklers about this. And being my roots run nearly 200 years back into this soil that we can trace here in Louisiana. So there's a certain part of the culture that's in my DNA. We can forgive just about anything. Bill, I want you to hear me well. Bill Cassidy, I want you to hear me well. You should know this about Louisianians. You should hear me well. We can forgive just about anything except ingratitude. When a Louisianan throws in with you and then you abuse their presence, in helping you bill you better hear me because with what you have just done you have told louisiana that for the next six years you don't care about them and that you are ungrateful for what they have done in reelecting you Bill, you, you, you may think that you have gotten over on us, but you haven't. Oh, I, I wish I knew uh, what your motivation was, Senator Cassidy. I, I wish that we knew what your motivations were. Because right now, Senator Cassidy, there are all kinds of things being whirled around as speculation as to why Bill Cassidy voted against the president who gave him such major props. Who wanted him on Air Force One with him. We're wondering what transpired and may have weakened your loyalty bill not to the presidency but to your party bill there i gotta tell you there are words like sold out betrayed and i use these all the time like yesterday you bill there are a lot of people feeling like you have hoodwinked swindled you have bamboozled us and you know, Bill, that, that's not good. That doesn't sit well with Louisianians. Even though I'm soon going to be a Floridian. <laughs> you better understand something here, man. You. Oh, man, you've gone that you've, you've, you've pushed that envelope too far. The grassroots people. 
people. The, the, actually, the handful of them that were still in your crowd, were still in your, your camp, they're gone. It's the same way as I was, as you see on my Twitter feed, at Rev C.L. Bryant. I was a Mavericks fan. Was being the operative word. Bill, we were wanting to see it done right. Wanting to see you do it right. But that vote, Bill, that says it all. And Americans, I want you to look around you wherever you are. And you better listen, these senators, these representatives that you have helped, that you have put in office and they are betraying you like our Senator Bill Cassidy betrayed us here in Louisiana. Those who voted for him, the Republicans who voted for him. We are livid and you should be, too. Coming up is Parker Ward. He's going to be here. Oh, Parker's run for mayor and everything. Parker's going to be mayor one of these old days. And Parker, very well, very well, may be a state rep sooner than mayor. Parker, right now, I'll tell you the truth, if you ran for state senate, if you could, and of course, Bill's got it now for another six years, although that'll be just right for you, Parker, being a young man like you are. Things are about to change. You, my fellow citizens, my fellow Americans, you are going to have to change as well. Mm-hmm. You're going to become modern day warriors. And I'm not uh, telling anybody or asking anybody to storm the Capitol or storm your Capitol buildings or anything of that nature. Not at all. I'm simply saying to you that the weapons of your warfare now against this encroaching socialist uh, regime that is encroaching upon all of America. What's you have to what you have to be prepared for now is the the, the, the the choosing the weapons of your warfare against not only this uh, uh, these regulations that are about to cripple us. But you need to choose the weapons of your warfare against the spiritual nature of this. The soul of America, the spirit of America, is surely being tested. It is surely being attacked. And we must surely fight for it if we are going to preserve any. Listen, folks, Louisiana, as far as national politics is concerned, it's probably the reddest of the red states. We always vote red. Nationally, locally, politics, uh, many times in these little towns and cities, you know, Baton Rouge, all the major cities, same, same. It's almost reversed from places like uh, Pennsylvania. You know, the big cities usually go blue, which means the states go the state goes blue in Louisiana. The big cities may go blue, but the states go still going to go red nationally. 
politics, local politics is 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 democratic. Democrat. Because of the old South, right? But national politics is because of the old South and the way we thought in the old South, we vote Republican because basically that's who left the Democrat Party and went to the Republican Party are conservatives. Yeah, they started doing crazy stuff. So. Here we go. Uh, Parker Ward coming up at the uh, in the next segment. So you want to stay tuned for that. That's going to be an interesting conversation. And then at the top of the hour, I have Susan Roblo and Dr. John Corringy uh, talking about telehealth, telehealth. Oh, it's a new thing. And uh, something very interesting called care clicks, care clicks. Uh, he uh, now is going to be on with us after the top of the next after the top of the next hour. And I'm looking forward to that conversation on the 24s of the next hour of the C.L. Bryant show. And if you don't get both hours of our show, be sure to download free the C.L. Bryant show app and listen to the shows wherever you go. Uh, all of them are cataloged there on the app, and I am just ecstatic about uh, the popularity of the show nationwide, and um, be sure to download also the Red State Talk app. The Red State Talk app, download it and uh, listen to us wherever you go. We are the largest talk platform in uh, the nation, and um, of course, um, you can um, hear this show live most days and certainly every day we're on on this at this time 1205 in the east until 2 p.m. in the same in the east hey you know what folks uh that climate change thing um that uh, global warming of course they don't call it that anymore you just call it climate change and that means they can justify places like Shreveport Louisiana looking for an inch of snow in the next few days, I un- mistakenly gave out wrong information about, <laughs> about uh, possibilities of snow in Florida. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Even though it's a big deal what it does, uh, it's not going to happen this time, I don't think. But it is, according to our weatherman, and uh, it is going to happen here in, in Shreveport, Louisiana. I got to take off to uh, my friends up there in West Virginia. Uh, and the Mountain Mamas up there. I will be headed to West Virginia. Take me home down them country roads. Uh, something that Freedom Works is putting together. I have more. I'll have more information about it uh, soon. All I know is that I got the word yesterday that I need to pack a bag for West Virginia because I'll be there next week, Wednesday. So heads up to my friends and all of you who listen. There in West Virginia. Listen, tell everybody, tell everybody. And if you don't get the C.L. Bryant show on a local playback station, demand it. I am C.L. Be right back in just a few minutes. Don't go anywhere with Parker Ward. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa. 
Play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. With you, CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. Thank you so much for coming along with us on this great journey that we take daily right here on the CL Bryant Show. Uh, if you're traveling through Times Square and it is beginning to wake up again, be sure to look up above Ripley's, Ripley's, believe it or not. And uh, the iconic building does also serve as home to the gigantic red state, the talk monster billboard there in Times Square. And every hour, 24 hours a day, the C.L. Bryant Show does pop up there. And C.L., looking right back at you there in Times Square. I certainly am grateful that our nation is waking up again, but it seems like so many of us are still asleep. As you know, I opened the show with a rant, a rave, uh, if you would, against uh, a person we helped get elected to office. Michelle and myself spent countless hours uh, trying to get and help Bill Cassidy become elected. Only now, and he has been suspect for a while, Bill, I got to tell you, you're going to be hearing from me, I got to tell you, you have really disappointed us. And on the line with um, with a good friend of mine, Parker Ward, who is a shaker and mover in the great city and the great state of Louisiana, my good friend. And Parker, I want to thank you for everything you did for my family uh, in our hour of grief. You were magnificent. Thank you so much for that. Welcome back to the C.L. Bryan Show. How are you, brother? Doing good, CL. And I just wanted to say thank you for allowing me to be part of that. You know, anytime that I ever get to help a family, especially through some of the toughest hours of their life, I consider it a great honor. And, you know, being able to, you know, having a friendship with you and having a friendship with Jane for years, it, it, it certainly was an honor for me. And I appreciate you letting me be a part of that. God bless you, man. Listen, you heard what I had to say about Bill. I, we want to hear what you got to say against bill because bill i haven't he hadn't heard from me yet but he's going to talk to us well he's about to hear from us as well as you know i was elected to the louisiana republican state central committee district 38c which is a little bit of south uh, shreveport and a little bit of keithville here in louisiana and the state party put out a message yesterday saying that they were disappointed. Well, CL, you have children. Disappointment is something you have with your kids when they do something wrong. This is this goes beyond just mere disappointment. This is something that we all should be angry about. You know, so I have sent a letter to the chairman of the Louisiana GOP, Louis Gervich, uh, basically asking for a special meeting of the state central committee to censure Bill Cassidy. And you may be asking, well, why this measure? Well, as you said, we've been betrayed and hoodwinked by a lot of people have given him a new nickname, Benedict Bill, you know, as Benedict Arnold. And so he has just last week voted that the uh, this this uh, impeachment was unconstitutional. 
And then yesterday he changed his vote saying it was. And this morning on Robert Nairn's 17 Kill, he quoted scripture. Now, oh <laughs> don't laugh too hard, CL. Oh he said, goodness. you know, the Bible says, let your yeas be yea and let your nays be nay. Oh, my goodness. Well, last week you were saying that it was, uh, no, that this was unconstitutional. And then a week, less than a week later, you're saying uh, it is. So, Bill, which one is it? Is it yay or is it nay? Because you seem to be wishy-washy all across the board. And so I sent this letter to him asking for a censure on Bill Cassidy, just like they did in Wyoming against Liz Cheney. We've got to start holding our elected officials accountable. We've got to do it. We've got to do it. us American First Republicans versus, and it's America First Republicans. This is a diverse group of people. We're blue collar. We're, as they quote, the 1%. We're Hispanic, we're African-American, we're young, we're old. Even members of the LGBT community are involved with us. So we're a diverse group versus the uh, cucumber sandwich-eating country club-style Republicans of yesteryear. And we got to fight for the very soul of our party, CL. And we are doing that, Parker, with people just like you on the front line. Now, the thing that has been crossing my uh, text and crossing my emails even, uh, is this question. What incentive uh, could have been given to Bill Cash? Because Bill, Bill, I gotta tell you man, this is not good. This is not good. We are very much upset with you. We do feel hoodwinked, swindled. We feel bamboozled, misled by you. And this is not going to go down easy with Louisianians, Bill. That's one thing we very seldom forgive is an act of betrayal. So, Parker, what was this man's incentive? I don't know. I have my theories I have a gut feeling that this will be his last term running. This is just this is not this is just Parker Ward gut feeling. Uh, he's not running again. So what do former senators do? They become lobbyists, correct? Right. So I, I, I think that's what Bill is shooting at. I think he's trying to become a lobbyist, and I think this is what this vote's for. That's just my speculation. I can't say that's a hundred percent sure, but I think he should know with all the comments I've seen on Facebook. Uh, other state central committee members who are upset and mad, um, I think you should understand that he just lost his election. And this is why, and to all my friends in Louisiana who are listening, this is why we need closed party primaries. So we need to call our state representatives, call our state senators, and tell them to support closed party. Because if we allow the Democrats to infiltrate our elections, we'll continue having Bill Cassidy's from here on out. But if we are able to pick our nominees for office on down from governor to senator to congress on down the dog catcher, we can make sure we have principled conservatives. And I, and I hate using that word anymore, CL, because people like Mitt Romney and Liz Cheney have really sold the term conservative, just like liberals have done, and then now they've done it with progressives. They have really sold that term conservative. And I and I shudder to use it anymore, but we need principled America first Republicans to take these nominee positions and show the people what the real Republican Party is about. We're not this party that sits in these country clubs smoking cigars, drinking you know brandy and, and eating these cucumber sandwiches. We're the ones that are working every day. We're the ones paying our taxes. We're the ones that's voting. We are the silent majority, as we used to be called, and we can't be silent anymore. Absolutely. And, folks, 
you had better hear me. Hear Parker Ward as to what is going on here. You cannot be silent anymore. You must become an activist. And I know that that is not what we are about as conservatives. We have always been about. (laughs) Michelle, you're so crazy. We have always been about being, uh, let every man live and let live, right? But I yeah, do well, agree you with know, you. I, I do. I do agree know. with you, though, Michelle. And I'm here too. I do so, agree with you. So, I do like the brandy <laughs> and the cucumber uh, no. sandwiches. So Parker, what Parker's oh, really on. saying is that everyone, everyone, this president owns country club. So this isn't to toss out country club Republicans. It's really what is Bill Cassidy thinking? Parker, didn't he just get reelected with the help of our president? And didn't he yes, like every ad? Every yeah. ad he did, Michelle, was President Trump, and he's quoting, you know, Bill is a great man. Every every ad, and he he used this president, and just like all of them, look, you know, like Mitch McConnell, he's showing his true colors. You know, when he needed the president, you know, he was there on his coattails, and he, he was able to get reelected to the Senate, Kentucky, on the president's coattails. But now that the president's not the president anymore. Uh, he's he's showing that you know, hey, I, I'm going to flex my muscle, and we're going to take this party back to the party of 2004 and 2008. I've been there. I don't want we're this not party going, going back. No, well, no, I'm not a no. Tea Partier. C.L. Bryant founded the Tea Party. I was managing Mitt Romney's campaign in Louisiana. We were the opposite ends of these things. But what this president has done is united all of us and brought in the Democrats. C.L. The cool thing about what Parker did, he told me about the censoring thing. Is also affects fundraising abilities, which you now if Bill Cassidy mm-hmm. never runs again, that won't matter. But tell us that, uh, Parker. Well, see, as a candidate, when you get endorsed, there's certain things that the state party does. Like, for example, during the governor's election with JBE and Eddie Rispone, it was the state party that got the president to come in to campaign for Eddie Rispone. It was the state party who helped mobilize people for uh, for um, Eddie, and they've given money. You know, they support these candidates. I've seen the, the budget. I've seen the budget from the last four years. I see what the state party does. And so if we censure Bill Cassidy on the L.A. GOP level, that will hurt his ability to fundraise from the state party it could hurt him with the federal party the national party um and, and so that's that's why these measures are doing against liz cheney that's why they're doing against uh, mitt romney and unlike them we don't have close primaries but if we did we would be able to find a good america first candidate okay tell me this tell me this tell me this now i'm, I'm gonna i want i'm gonna have my i'm gonna have our, our tech guy jared uh, clip out this portion of the show. I'm going to send this portion of the show to Bill. I'm going to I'm going to text it to Bill and and tell him this is what um, this is what Louisianians are thinking and this is how most of us feel about what's happening. What message from uh, your district there, uh, Parker, uh, 38? What 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 would you? Say, what message do you want to send to Bill Casty? We're starting the recording right now. Here's what I would say, Senator Cassidy, like you, I have constituents that I represent. I govern on the state party level at their consent. I represent them. I am their mouthpiece. 
I do what they want me to do. It's not what my opinion is. It's what the people of my district want. The same thing with you, Senator. You represent a state that single-handedly carried President Trump, single-handedly supported President Trump in 2016 and in 2020. Do what you are supposed to do. You are here to represent us, not yourself. And we ask you, you know, I know you like to say you take an oath of office. I took the very same oath of office, Senator. We need you to do the will of the people, not the will of Senator Cassidy. And you will see a lot more respect for you than what people have right now. So, as I said, I'm an elected official just like you. I took the same oath of office as you. I have a duty to the people of District 38C, to the Republicans here, just the same responsibility you have to the people of Louisiana. Bill, on top of that, this is C.L. Bryant, man, and you know that we helped you do what you did, and that's become Senator and unseat uh, Queen Mary Landrew. We helped you do that. It appears to us that you have forgotten your friends. And for a Louisianian, and you know this, that is almost, an, that is an unpardonable sin, the sin of ingratitude. And we're feeling that you are showing us ingratitude. Bill Cassidy, you better listen up. Uh, that's Parker Ward on the line with me. And this is the C.L. Bryant Show. I want to thank all of you for coming along. That's a message to you, Bill. You better listen up. Uh, uh, not things it, it's gonna hurt bill because you've hurt us i just want you to we just want to let you know that hey listen all of you all of you out there you need to hold them accountable that's what this is all about now parker let's get your uh take on um this fiasco this farce that's going on on capitol hill you got nagoose up there running his mouth now and uh what kind of sham is this Let's get in. I, 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 let's get into the constitutionality of it. This morning, I read what the Constitution states about impeachment. It says, and I quote: "To remove a president, and to not or and to not allow them to have the honors of the office of president, not to let they will not be eligible to run again." This has nothing to do with that clause. And even though it says the Chief Justice of the United States uh, Supreme Court will preside over these impeachment hearings and trial, who do we have presiding over? It's not John Roberts. It's Patrick Leahy, the senator from whatever state he's from. I can't remember. They're all – I try to group all them, them liberals together. Uh, he's presiding over. So, one, it is not constitutional because the chief justice is not presiding over it. And secondly, the main purpose of impeachment is to remove a sitting president. And to, you know, that's the reason why back in the 70s, they dropped the impeachment of Richard Nixon because he resigned yeah, he his quit. office and then they couldn't. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's historical precedent just within the last, you know, 50 years stating that we can't impeach a former president. If that's the case, I want to go back to Jimmy Carter. I want to go back to Bill Clinton. I want to go back to Barack Obama. Let's start impeaching them for yeah. for offenses they did, especially yeah. Barack Obama. I have a whole list. Yeah, Let, let's, let's invalidate it, it all. But you know what, Parker? Even though they are not saying this, 
themselves, even though they're not saying this themselves, by proxy, the Democrats are actually saying that Donald Trump is still president of the United States. They are saying that he is still the commander in chief because the Constitution says that the commander in chief and the president of the United States is the only person that ha- that Senate that the Senate has jurisdiction over. He the Senate doesn't have mm-hmm. jurisdiction over a private citizen unless mm-hmm. he happens to be the president of the United States or one of their own. And so uh, this is by proxy an admission of them that Donald Trump is still the the, the legitimate president of the United States. So what does that make Joe Biden? What are we what are we to expect from Joe Biden? Anything Parker Ward talk to us. We're we're going to see America go back to the globalist um uh, a policy a policy of Barack Obama where we're one global nation. We all to work as one global nation. Well no, I, I have a big problem with that. We are America. We should put America's needs above the needs of everybody else. And so that's what we're going to look at. We're going back to. We're going back to cowering down to China. We're going back to giving Pakistan and Iraq and all these terrorist countries money again. Pallets of money, just like we gave uh, these these foreign countries. We're, we're, we're essentially becoming a globalist nation. And I, I fear for that. Because I'm an American. I'm not a global citizen. Honestly, I I do care, but not as much. I don't care what happens in France. They can govern themselves. I don't care what happens in England. They govern themselves. Just like America, we've got to govern ourselves. We are a sovereign, independent nation. And at the end of the day, it's our citizens' needs that we need to put above the needs of the world. Absolutely I'm sorry, right. It may be no, no, absolutely right. I'm not an isolationist. No, don't don't apologize for that, bro. Allies, but we have to put our needs first and America first. And if they want to call me a uh, oh, I've been called all sorts of names. I've been called a nationalist, which I, I can uh, agree with. I, I am an American nationalist. I want America first. I'm a nationalist. Guess who else is a nationalist? B.B. Netanyahu's a nationalist. B.B. Netanyahu prefers Israel over any other nation on the planet. And that's me and Parker. I agree. We, we prefer America over any other nation on the planet. If that makes me a nationalist, then sign me up. I am definitely one. Parker, I want you to stay with me if you can uh, through the break. I want yes, to talk sir. along that line when I, rec- when I return. We're on with Parker Ward, and we are going to continue our conversation with him on the other side of the break because, America, it appears that you have a very short memory. You remember the uh, combobulation of people down at the border uh, when President Trump came into office, right? You do remember that they all went away. You forgot why. Well, they're back. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about our nation being a sovereign nation with Parker Ward when the C.L. Bryant show returns to the airways in just a second. You thought I was worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. Still the greatest success story on the face of the planet. Talking about America and uh, Republican Central Planning Commission uh, committee member is on with me here. Uh, Central state state central committee uh, is on with me, Parker Ward, and I want to uh, thank him for being on with me. Thirty eight C is what he rep where he represents, and he's representing it well i've known parker since he was just a bitty boy and uh he has really grown into uh, a really fine young man and i certainly look forward uh to his service to our state and to our country but we were talking about um our nation and its sovereignty which leads me to uh, jar us and shake us awake again as to what's reforming it's reforming down at our southern border and, and Americans, you need to ask yourself, why is this happening again? Because the same thing that you had is returning. Can't you see that, Parker? How blind are we to what, what this globalistic view and approach to our, our, our nation, what type of harm can that bring to Louisiana and our nation in general? Talk to us. You know, when we talk about opening up the border and allowing so many countless people first of all we don't know who's crossing that border you know that's my biggest concern i'm all for immigration i want the best and brightest to come here my family you know down down the centuries were immigrants as were everybody else's we are and i hate to say it because the democrats have have used this the wrong way we are a nation of immigrants in 1776, we, you know, the, the people who signed the Declaration of Independence, they all came from descended from English people. Uh, so we are allowing whoever, God knows whoever, to come across our border. And then when they get here, we're promising them that we're going to give them everything. Yeah. You know, and, and the Democrats want that because they believe that if we take care of people from from the time from the cradle to the grave, they'll vote Democrat. That's why they're pushing to have D.C. given statehood and Puerto Rico, because if that's the case, that ensures the Democrats complete and total power from here on out until forever. Because we've seen how they have voted, even though D.C. the vote for, you know, they don't get a um, – they're not a state. They don't get uh, in Puerto Rico. They don't get in the Electoral College, but they vote and 
they it, it's crazy they're, they're given statehood they're going to have two more votes yeah uh yeah and and, and, and each state will have two more votes in the senate and it will make sure the democrats consolidate power that's what they're wanting that's why these these Democrats are leaving California, they're leaving New York, and they're going to states like Virginia, who we've seen used to be extremely red, turn blue, like Georgia, where we've seen be extremely red, turn blue. Texas has turned purple. It was too close for my comfort for Texas. And what they're doing is they're leaving these liberal policies, which are destroying these states, and voting the same way. You know, it's it's so crazy. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. And I have to say, this is insane. It is insane. It is absolutely insane. And folks, um, Michelle, I just got this text from Linda. Looks like I might be on. I haven't accepted it yet on Hannity later on today. So I'll get with you on that a little bit later on. So, and this, the, the, Parker, do you realize that we're on the cutting edge of the conversation that will shape our nation well into the future? And your children, your children's children will, in fact, be affected by what we do here uh, in these next few months and uh, certainly in this next couple of years. Let me ask you this question, Parker. Within the next couple of years, uh, how much damage do you think that uh, an administration like this, and who knows how long Joe is going to last in the position, uh, but how much damage can uh, a a leftist regime like has taken over uh, Washington, D.C. Now, uh, how much damage can they do? CL, we have seen the damage already. We've been, what, two, two and a half weeks into the And I won't say presidency because I, I do not believe Joe Biden legitimately won the election. So I'm just going to say the administration of Joe Biden, of former Vice President Joe Biden, with a stroke of his pen, he killed 50,000 jobs with oil and gas. As you know, you you know, you lived in the federal parish during the middle of the gas and oil boom. That has put a lot of jobs, people in Caddo and DeSoto and Louisiana in general, in work. Good paying jobs. And now there are people who are getting laid off by companies because they don't know what's going to happen. They don't know what's going to happen. We have an administration that is not friendly to oil and gas. And so they can do a lot of damage. There will be a lot of people who will be looking for work. And I, and I promise you, there's not a lot of it around. Yeah. You know, and folks, I own know, these, these folks who have mortgages and car notes, they won't be able to pay them. And so what's going to happen? We're going to end up back into a market like we were in 2008 with the housing market. There'll be people who have these uh, FHA loans who can't repay them. And then what's going to happen? We're going to be in another housing bubble. This is serious that we serious conversation. And then when if God blesses me to have kids and grandkids, I don't want them to come to me and say, Dad or Grandpa, why didn't you fight? I can sit there and tell them I did. I did everything within the power of my being to try to shape this country, this party, the city, the state. I did my part. Everybody else didn't. So that way I can have a clean conscience when I go to sleep at night. And you know what? Uh, that type of honesty with yourself, making sure that you did all you could do that day 
to help somebody and to help your society and of course to advance the kingdom of God uh, is all that we can do uh, Parker and we sleep well at night once we understand that we've done that you know man I certainly do appreciate uh, everything that you do and uh, I certainly hope that we continue to hold accountable those who we elect to office I thank you for being on with, here with me today Michelle we got to get him yes, back sir. often and listen God bless you and God keep you continue to fight the good fight Parker I'll talk to you soon you too CL Love you, man. I'm CL. I'll be back in just a little bit with on the other side of the um, the uh, the break, the top of the top of the hour. We're going to come back with Susan Roblo and Dr. John Carnegie, uh, Carnegie, Carnegie. I'll let him tell me <laughs> because I'll destroy that. Uh, talking about telehealth. And in these days and times, there is no question that this has to be something that is becoming of great and huge interest. I'm interested in it. And I think you will be, too. And also something that's very interesting called care clicks, care clicks. Uh, now, uh, we look forward to uh, speaking with the both of them and uh, also bringing you perhaps something that is fresh and new in the way of healthcare it uh, if, if never before uh if never before healthcare and, and of course you know it has certainly been on the uh the, the the agenda to talk about but it's back and it's back very very strong and um i want to Talk to these people who are bringing to us a new idea in um, receiving care, telehealth, and care clicks. We'll talk to uh, Susan Roblo, and we will talk to Dr. John Karanji, uh, and I'll let him correct me on the pronunciation. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. Thank you for coming along with us here on as we build the bridge to conversation daily on the CL Bryant Show. You probably have heard, and I, I tweeted out a little bit earlier. Follow me on Twitter at Rev R E V R E V C L Bryant, and um, I tweeted out earlier that I was I, um, I reiterate was. Emphasis on was a Mavericks fan. In fact, I used to love the the, the Mavericks back in the Roe Blackman or Orlando, um, um, uh, uh, Tarpley days, uh, Roy Tarpley days, uh, McGuire days. Um, yeah, I was uh, in fact I had some dealings with Roy Tarpley uh, back in the day uh, when. Roy was experiencing the trials of life, and um, which was well publicized. So I'm not revealing anything that is secretive or anything. And uh, I thank God that I had an opportunity to uh, share some things with Roy back in the day when Jane and I were in Tampa. We're in uh, not Tampa, but Dallas County, president of the NAACP back then. And so, uh, yeah, it was a whole different life, a whole different life. And I have been a Mavs fan ever since. Uh, of course, that was that predated uh, Cuban, you know, uh, Mark Cuban buying the team. 
But when you look at what's going on in the NBA right now, starting with the antics of Colin Kaepernick and his foolishness and lunacy, uh, you know, when, when you have someone who is pampered and uh, like he is and wealthy as he is, who is setting the type of example that he does for those who have not yet experienced the uh, American dream, because he has. You see, it's, it's easy to talk about how bad something is once you have already experienced it, and uh, you take the taste of wanting to experience it away from those who it never have, and you basically ensure that they never will. Once you turn them sour to it because you, with your rich self, with your well-to-do self, you have experienced it and now you have sold yourself out to be a pawn to be used by those who would enslave them. You'll never be enslaved again. They have paid you the money not to be enslaved. You, You can go live anywhere you want. You don't have to live in America. You can live anywhere in America you want. You can live anywhere in the world you want because of the money you have. Yeah, you can go do it. You can go down to Mexico and live like a king the rest of your life. You can go to Tahiti, live like a king the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. The end of the world. Get yourself a little hut on. I mean, get yourself a nice place. You can get a, a nice little uh, 1600 square foot place on a beach in a, an island somewhere. Now you're going to get a lot of internet, <laughs> but, but you know, do you really need that? If you got a fast boat to the mainland, huh? they can do that because they sold out and they're, teaching and they're encouraging you who've never experienced that, who've never been anywhere. They're they're teaching you that somehow is America a bad place for you. It was good for them when they were getting theirs, but now it's a bad place for you. They've just ensured that you'll never get what they got. Therefore, you'll always be a slave to what they have to say because they got it and you don't. Don't you see the diabolical fix that they really like to put you in? I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. I, Jesus said, have come to set the captives free. And that's what this show is all about as well. I'll be back. Don't you go anywhere. Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Oh, I'm on the fire. You know where I'm to, 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 to,
Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I want to thank each and every one of you, <clears throat> pardon me, for coming along with us on this great day in the USA. It's been a really good uh, first hour. Uh, Parker Ward was on with me, and I'm certainly hoping that all of you will stay tuned here this second hour. And if you don't get both hours of the C.L. Bryant Show, be sure to download it free onto your uh, favorite device. Also, you can download free uh, Red State, Red State Talk uh, radio um, uh, app onto your device as well and um, listen to us all the way through uh, I'll soon be in Florida and where my good well uh, a good the person who comes on in front of us we're not friends I don't know Bill actually I've met him uh, but he is a good colleague of mine he uh, is on the billboard with me in Times Square uh, Bill Martinez. Bill Martinez is um, you know, soon going to be there, not far from Bill. I'll be living not far from Bill Martinez. And so um, Texas, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, places that Americans want to be is where uh, I'm going. I'm going to Florida, though. That's where I'm heading. And um, not too many days hence. Going to spend some time down there here in a couple of weeks and try to find, try to solidify, nail down a place, but you know, where I really want to go kind of tough right now because of those, those snowbirds. And the question that, that comes to mind, even though Florida, I guess they're thick and thin, what have you, I, I got to really got to check that out. I wonder if in fact, when the economy is bad, does that affect the snowbirds coming down uh, in the coming fall? Because there are places there that I'd really like to have, but you can only have them for a short period of time until the snowbirds come back. Maybe jack prices up on you, right? Well, I guess they could jack prices up. I, I don't know. You know, that, that's that's the American way. You know, make a profit if you can. Uh, but I, I wonder how this is going to even affect the, the economy of snowbird places, ski places, what have you. You know, when the economy's bad, do they really suffer? Or is that the playground for people who've already, you know, pretty much leveled it out and uh, don't really have to worry so much about that? But all of us have to worry about our investments and stock and, you know, and and, and, and things that we're interested in that uh, we look toward our future for. Joe Biden makes everybody nervous. Oh, he he's been making me nervous for a long time. Want listen. Once I realized that Joe Biden, well, I was telling uh, friends, even in Florida, I was telling friends in Florida that uh, uh, a lot of things depend on what happens with Biden. And Biden is scaring the devil. Well, maybe not the devil. He may be actually ushering the devil in to uh, this thing. We we may have been. So, listen. There's no question that the uh, the uh, election was a sham. So there's no question that we're being ushered into an era of sorrow for us folks. 
And I, I encourage all of you. Yeah, I, I'll tell you. I'll say again. I encourage all of you. Read uh, read Matthew twenty four. If if I if I, if there was a good book that uh, I had read that I, I wanted to share with you because it, you know maybe it's something there that would help you and it, it wasn't even in the Bible in the Scripture. I tell you about that, wouldn't I? Yeah, I would. There is a great passage of scripture is prophetic scripture from the greatest name that's ever been on the face of the planet. In fact, we actually count time by this name that I'm about to drop on you. That's that, that that's that the only name on, on the face of the planet that I don't care if you're an atheist. I don't care if you're a believer, Christian, Jew, uh, whoever you are, if you are a, an agnostic Gay, liberal, whoever you are, conservative, Republican or Democrat, if you live on the planet Earth and you do any kind of business that transacts currency, you are operating in a year that is designated because it is recognizing the time of his birth. His name is Jesus. It, it, that's how awesome the mind of God is. It doesn't matter if you believe in his only begotten son, if you exist in any way, in any society that does exist, that can call itself civilized in any way on the planet earth, you have to acknowledge the year that you live in. Uh, good luck with putting the year of the rat on your income tax return. Or a check that you write somebody or to whatever bank, even it's in Thailand. (laughs) Yeah. So, friends, I am saying to you that there is a selling out of this and 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 the enemies of our republic, the enemies of uh, the kingdom of God, the enemies of America. Those enemies are right now feeling as though they can pull something off that will be irreparable. You cannot go back from it. Now, Parker Ward did allude to some things that have already happened that we may not be able to go back from if, in fact, these Iranians are able to uh, this is me talking. Now, these Iranians are able to upgrade and uh, get that type of great uranium that Hillary Clinton is so responsible for them having. Oh, yeah, because it came from the Russians. And then, of course, the money to do what they did came from a pallet, pallets, pallets of money, pallets of money. Can you imagine this? Imagine this pallets of money shrink wrapped. Put on a plane to Iran by, oh, we're talking about, listen, you, these clowns have the nerve to try and impeach this true blue American president who wants to put America first. And they did not say a word, have not said a word about a president of the United States who sent pallets of shrink-wrapped money to the Iranians. My friends, I want you to know something. 
that is a treasonous act. That is aiding and abetting our enemies. Yeah, it is. Okay, let's give your enemy some money to use against you. Let's 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 give your enemy, whoever it may be, whatever it may be, let's give your enemy money to use specifically against you and your allies, your friends, your family, your whoever. Let's give your enemies that kind of money. Would you be for it? Of course not, unless you're an idiot. Well, that is what the president told us the rest of the world was treating us like. That's what he told us China was treating us like. Iran was treating us like the EU. They were treating us like the idiots we were before he set the captives free. But this is why I'm using the word idiots that we are and not I'm not talking about followers or listeners of this show or followers of me, because if you are on the same page with me as far as what's happened to us, then you, you you're not stupid. You're awake. And I'm not talking about woke awake. I'm talking about you're awake and we got to wake up and then we got to stand up and we got to act. You see. And when you talk about holding them accountable, you, we, we're going to have to hold them accountable in every way. You're going to have to let your news, your local news media, your ABCs, your NBCs, CBSs, you've got to let them know that you are not pleased with it. You do know that national news is changed at the local level. If you stop watching them, they change the message. There is no national audience without you. This is what you have to be. This is one of the weapons of your warfare. You see, you choose to participate with those who want to destroy you. You choose not people who are trying to build you up, not people who are trying to help Americans. We have gotten into this sick and twisted relationship with people who have been trying, really have been happy at seeing us suffer. There are people who know that certain things make you suffer. But yet. That's all they want to present you with is situations that will make you suffer. Then there are people who are trying to help you, Americans. Somehow, you like the suffering. Now, you tell me. Somehow, you like the suffering. Now you tell me. I don't know. Why? That is the case, but it is evident 
I have a feeling we're coming out from under whatever anesthesia they had on us. They had on you. Oh, it was never on me. I, I don't even call Joe Biden president. It was never on me. Although they're, they're trying to shame you. They're trying to shame you. But I'm, I'm um, holding Pat. You can be shamed if you want. Go ahead and be shamed. <laughs> I'm holding Pat that this was a sham and that they're not trying to help us. They want to present situations to us that will hurt us and that will make us ill. That's what's happening here. The economy is on its way to ill, hurt. And, you know, uh, Nadra was speaking to black folks yesterday, but let me speak to all folks uh, right now. They're going to replace you in one way or another and letting in people who are undocumented that they can control, though, if they want to, because they will find a way to track them. This may actually usher in some type of chip system. It may not be on Americans. It may be on those poor souls wanting to get into America for whatever reason, good or bad. They can be tracked. And knowing that they can be tracked and knowing that they can be picked up and deported at any time because that's going to be a condition of the deal of the chip, perhaps, that they place in them is that they can be deported if they break any laws or do anything heinous outside of what they have been constructed to do and also consigned to do. And that is to do the jobs that Americans no longer can do because they can't afford to do them. Are you hearing me? But the government is now uh, housing Americans who've been kicked out of their homes because now the mortgages uh, have absolutely come due. Something has to happen. So government takes over uh, those homes kicks you out, takes over the homes. You can't pay government. You can't pay them, but they do have a place for you to go. Oh, yes, yeah, the equal housing thing. Oh, yeah, they've ruined your life because they've ruined your business. They've ruined your livelihood. Your children are depressed. They're in therapy. They don't know what to do with themselves. That is what the design is. That is the perfect design for a, a takeover of nefarious people in your government. They make you helpless and dependent upon them. Oh, give you, how do they do that? Give them something. Give them stuff. Oh, yeah, give them stuff. The Pied Piper, drop those breadcrumbs. Drop those breadcrumbs. Give them stuff. You can lead them right into the cage if you just give them stuff. That bird will hop right. He'll cheep, cheep, cheep right on up into the cage. And all you got to do is slam the gate to the cage. And he's caught. You're a, you're a bird, America, in a gilded cage. 
almost. Oh, yeah, they almost got you where they want you. There's always going to be us renegades, us mavericks, who I am no longer a fan of the Dallas Maverick football team officially have dropped my fanship of them, my fanaticism of them. I really liked them. I really did. Especially when Cuban first bought the team, I liked the young owner, but you got a billionaire owner who is influencing the minds of these young basketball players because they play on his team. Basketball players who are wealthy men, they they may not keep their wealth. So many of them, uh, they squander it. It's gone. It be gone. They money be gone. They squander their wealth. And so they wind up actually being uh, the victims of their own rhetoric. You see, that's all that is coming from Colin Kaepernick and people like Mark Cuban. That's all that is, is useful rhetoric for an agenda that is going on. Oh, yeah, there's an agenda to make uh, young people, all stripes, red, yellow, black and white, all stripes. Feel as though they are some type of victims or if you're not a victim, then you got to feel inferior because of uh, whatever, whether you have white skin or black skin, everybody's got to feel inferior and victimized by something. And so they use these basketball players who actually can go live anywhere in the country they want to. They can live anywhere in the world they want to if they play the cards right. And they want to send this message through them to those who would like to make it and be like those basketball players, but they never will because there's only a select few that are ever chosen to do that type of thing. And they can only be chosen now if they adhere to that type of rhetoric. Otherwise, you can't be an actor. You can't be a football player. You cannot be a baseball player. You cannot be a basketball player. Not on Mark Cuban's team if you want to sing the national anthem. The National Football Association, you have a team there, and you probably have others that want to go along with it too. You have a team in the National Basketball Association that don't want to sing the national anthem. What have we come to? I'll be back with uh, Susan Roblo, pediatric physical therapist, and Dr. John Karanji when we return. Don't you go anywhere. I'm CL. This is the Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. 
lifted high. Our hearts are bowing in reverence. Welcome back throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story, yes, still the world has ever known, and that is America. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge daily throughout the Fruited Plains and around the globe. Uh, right here on uh, the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant. We're coming to you over the largest talk platform in the nation, Red State Talk Radio, the Talk Monster. And if you're traveling through Times Square, be sure to look up above the iconic Ripley's Believe It or Not, there you'll find the home to Red State Talk Billboard where every hour, 24 hours a day, the C.L. Bryant Show does pop up right there in Times Square. And C.L.'s looking right back at you. I want to thank you for making the show as popular as it has become over the last seven years. And I want to thank all of you who come on the show and visit with us here from time to time. We bring a lot of interesting ideas to the show from time to time. And here's one that was shared with me by a friend. And uh, it is, uh, I think it's, it's incredibly interesting when we think about the future of health care, telehealth, as well as care clicks. Uh, Dr. John Karanji is uh, on with me, along with my friend Susan Roblo. They're going to talk about both of these ideas. Susan, doctor, thank you so much for being on with me. How are you? Hey, CL. I'm great. Thank you for having me on your show. And thanks to Michelle Odom, your executive producer, for um, helping line this out. Absolutely. Now, tell us, uh, let's start off telling us about uh, telehealth. Uh, what, what, is that, what is that all about? And what is CareClicks? Let's cover it all. Well, first of all, I'd like to start with I am a pediatric physical therapist who has been serving the least amongst us for over 27 years. I work with the zero to three population. Um, I go into their home or into the daycare and work with them, and I teach their families and our caregivers how to um, improve their growth motor skills and actually all their developmental skills as well. But CareClicks was founded in 2012 by Dr. John Karangi, who is a practicing neuroradiologist. Um, he's a doctor who created a revolutionary telemedicine platform in order to bring telemedicine to the masses and, from my viewpoint, to the least amongst us as far as the babies that I serve and their families. So um, he brought telemedicine via CareClix um, to the masses in 2012, but it most recently gained telemedicine uh, gained popularity due to COVID. And so the idea of protecting ourselves from the disease actually gave birth to this idea. I understand that we have Dr. Karangi on uh, the line. Doctor, give us the idea as far as the genesis. Where, where did the genesis of this come from? Please tell us. Michelle, do we have him? Okay. CL, I don't think um, Dr. Karangi is on just yet. All right. 
then then perhaps we want to explore more about the young people that you deal with. Now, I know that has to do uh, has to be very, very tedious as far as dealing with uh, young people. I know that you do that personally. And uh, as far as the physical therapy is concerned, tell us the advantages, the benefits of what you have shared with us. Actually, I love what I do. I don't find it tedious at all, although it is um, definitely quite important because the sooner um, a baby is recognized as having um, any gross motor issues, any developmental issues, um, the better it is for them, uh, for a provider to be able to see them, to help their families. Um, know what to do as far as to promote gross motor development and development in all areas. And and so these these parents, so it is up to the parent uh, to actually recognize that recognize there is a problem, and then contact uh, uh, someone like you or uh, this or, or someone in the field who can help in that that way. It's up to the parent. Well, yes and no. The parent, daycare provider, pediatrician, anyone in the community who sees that there might be, you know, a difficulty. But yes, the parent has to, you know, approve for the therapist to come in and has to um, reach out to the organization that actually provides um, the therapy. But in going in and seeing um, the babies, once COVID hit and our governor, um, you know, out the stay-at-home order, I was no longer able to go in and work with my babies face-to-face. So I had to do, I had to learn quickly how to do teletherapy, and we had been wanting um, to be able to do teletherapy for a while due to our rural babies. But let me go ahead and introduce um, uh, the creator, founder, and CEO of CareClix, who is a practicing neuroradiologist. He's written seven white papers. He is the telemedicine guru. He set the standards and guidelines for telemedicine long ago, Dr. John Karangi. Well, thank you so much uh, for introducing him uh so to us, Susan, Dr. Karangi, it is our honor to have you on the C.L. Bryant Show. You have a, a coast-to-coast audience. In fact, you have a global audience. Uh, please tell us about the genesis of uh, telehealth and where that might go in the future as far as uh, our uh, health care is concerned. Dr. Karangi, you have the floor. Great. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, telehealth uh, has been around for a long time. I mean, technically... Speaking to a doctor on a telephone or any kind of healthcare provider is telehealth. And that's kind of where things stem from, you know, years, years back. And we've been doing it for a long time. But obviously, as technologies evolve, we're doing things differently nowadays. And so, you know, that telephone conversation lends itself to a video conversation, to now having devices in the home where we can manage patients with different uh, different ailments, such as hypertension, diabetes, with devices and, and wearable devices to track heart rates and heart rhythms and um, all these sorts of, uh, all these different sorts of metrics. So it's a continuous evolution as technology has evolved, you know, health, healthcare is evolving. And so now we are where we are. And I think with the, with the COVID crisis, it kind of uh, prompted a lot more um, uh, action into the telehealth space. And so we're seeing more and more of it nowadays, but it's been around for a period of time. Like I said, I think that the evolution I believe, that has promoted it significantly. 
Yeah. Doctor, let me ask you this then. Of course, obviously, this is the future of, uh, of medicine uh, because of various pandemics and, and so forth. But let me ask you this then. Are radio programs like ours, will, uh, sh- will doctors actually have airwaves that we can contact them on? Will there be a- doctor frequencies? Do you foresee that type of care click? Is that what care clicks is all about? Give us an idea about the future. Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately what you're going to have is the way you know we have a, a thermometer on our medicine cabinet today or perhaps some aspirin on our medicine cabinet. You're going to have a, a small little toolkit, if you will, of, of devices that are going to allow you to be managed remotely from your home by a doctor. And so, you know, right now you know that upwards of probably 80% of what people go to doctor's offices for can be managed remotely. And so if we have those devices that allow us to look in the patient's ear or their mouth or their, or their eyes, and we have those simple devices, which we have currently in the marketplace, if we have those in people's homes, then we can all of a sudden perform these examinations remotely, prevent the patient from having to go to the doctor's office or emergency room unnecessarily, and, uh, and try to manage it remotely. And, and like I said, the majority of cases, we can do that. And the cases where you have to go in, well, obviously, then you go in, you get taken care of. But I think ultimately the, 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 the future, the way I see the future, is that we're all going to be uh, tethered at some level with healthcare so that we can be taken care of from our home place, from our workplace, well, you know, doctor, one, the car. Yeah. One, one question Good. on that, does this then improve? One of the things that, that Americans are very concerned about uh, is the doctor-patient relationship. I actually see how this could actually be more intimate in, in, one, in one way, but it can be more isolating in another way. Talk to us about that as far as the doctor-patient relationship that way. Right. It, there, there has been discussions around this, and I think that um, you know having a video conversation with somebody, as we're becoming more comfortable with that, it allows us to, it allows you to become much more comfortable with your doctor. You get to know them. And to your point, that because there's more touches, perhaps there is a more intimate relationship with one another. Because it's not a once a year contact; it may be two, three times, four times a year contact. It's much easier for you to do it. Um, but having said that. Definitely not being able to touch somebody uh, can make a difference. So it's a give and take. You know, it's a give and take. I think what, what we've seen is that there are cases where patients don't seek out health care when they should have. And there's cases where patients are seeking out too much health care when they otherwise wouldn't have. So it's a, it's a give and take on both sides. Absolutely. And, you know, doctor, is then care clicks the same uh, in the same field or is the same idea as telehealth or is it something different? What is the difference with care clicks and telehealth? Yeah, so care clicks is we're, we're a telehealth company. So what we do is we create solutions that enable providers of all different specialties provide remote medical services for the patients, regardless of who they are. And then we've coupled that with a virtual doctor network that we have across the country and actually across the world of doctors of every single specialty that can provide healthcare services for patient populations. So we've kind of brought that to the forefront and that enabled patients and doctors to be able to connect with one another much, much easier and much faster. You know, Dr. Karanji, I want to thank you so much for being on with us. What you do is absolutely important. How do people engage with you? How do we actually get engaged with health, with telehealth or care clicks? Tell us about it. 
Yeah, I mean, the engagement process, from our perspective, is extremely easy. I mean, we have, obviously, you can go onto the website at C-A-R-E-C-L-I-X.com, careclicks.com, um, or we have a telephone number people can always dial in, which is 855-CARE-CLICKS, C-A-R-E-C-L-X, and they can always call in or go online. They get access to our, our 24-7 on-call staff that's available to whether they can see a patient or help enable a doctor group to get stand up with telehealth program. Our doctors are very important to us, and any way that we might have more access to them, folks, I think we should look into it seriously. And what we've presented to you today is Care Clicks. Go there and check that out. Susan, I want you to stay with me. Doctor, I thank you so much for coming on with us today, and we will sing your praises here on the show and want to have you back again real soon. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you, Dr. Karangi. Thank you. Bye-bye. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryan Show. That was Dr. Karangi, and on with us is also one of those who work with him, uh, my friend, Susan Roblo. And, uh, Susan, what made you interested in working with Dr. Karangi? Well, when COVID hit, um, I was put in the position where I could no longer see Um, the babies and their families that I work with face-to-face. So through teletherapy, I was able to continue my role as their um, therapist, their teacher, so to say, of gross motor skills. Um, We did not have um, a good platform, uh, so to say, because it was kind of thrown on us. well, COVID just hit, and it, it hit pretty hard. So um, that's why I, I was actually looking around um, for something that could benefit uh, my babies and other people, not just um, my babies locally um, in the state, but the nation and the world. And CareClick sort of fell in my lap. I actually think it was a God thing. And so I partnered with them um to be one of their account executives. And so now I'm promoting CareClick. Well, this is the best way in the world to promote it, right here on the C.L. Bryant Show and on platforms like ours. I look forward uh, to uh, talking to you again. I do want to thank you for being on with us and bringing this, introducing this uh, to us, even though the doctor said that it had been around for years and, you know, telehealth and that type thing has been around for years. Americans are not aware of it. And uh, thank you for bringing it to our attention and exposing it. I want to give you the last minute, minute and a half to tell us whatever you want to tell us about your future, how to get in touch with you, how to engage your services. Talk to us, Susan. Sure. I'm Susan Roblo, and you can reach out to me at srobblo at careclicks.com. Um, I'm also on Instagram and Facebook, um, so you can reach out to me there, Susan Roblo. Susan Roblo, thank you for being on with us. God bless and keep you. Continue to fight the good fight. It sounds like you and Dr. Karanji are certainly doing that. I know that you will because you are fighting the good fight. God bless and keep you. Talk to you soon. Thank you, CL. Thank you, Michelle. And thank you, Dr. Karangi. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. And I want to thank each and every one of you for having been there with us today. And that is a new idea of healthcare in our country, in our nation. And friends, I got to tell you something. I'm, I'm going to tell you. Uh, this I am very, very much excited about. Yeah. If you don't, you know, I'm one of those guys uh, who has what they call. Um, 
white coat anxiety. I have this, I get anxious around doctors. They make my blood pressure go up. They really do. Uh, And I've been told that it's because I have this fight or flight thing that's really strong in my DNA or my character or whatever. If I can't fight, I have to flight. I have to run. But from the doctor, uh, since I can't fight him and I can't run, it makes my blood pressure go up when I'm at the doctor's office. It's the strangest thing. But a lot of us, I understand I'm not, not alone. There's a lot of people like that. And so um, I uh, am glad now that there is something that we might be able to engage that, you know, I can do it from the comfort of wherever I want to do it from, my telephone, our telephones, very important things. And so uh, that, my friends, is something I think that in the long run and times to come, we will have to engage and look at much closer as far as the way we um, uh, approach our health care. It's been a fast-paced day. It's been a disappointing day, learning what Bill Cassidy was up to. And then, of course, um, being a Dallas Mavericks fan and then understanding that the Dallas Mavericks owner has kicked out. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what happened. He kicked the national anthem out. And... um, (laughs) <laughs> oh wow I get all these I, I get emails um, and pardon me sometimes if I laugh uh, at at certain things at, at times but folks I'm glad that, that those of you who have my number you email me while I'm on the show and make me uh, chuckle about something in the midst of something really serious uh, that Mark Cuban a billionaire is saying that really does <laughs> it's so funny you how do you kick out the national anthem no you can't kick the national anthem out but he did and <laughs> the blowback right now is going to be uh, yeah, amazing. Oh, yeah, there's going to be serious blowback here. Serious blowback. And I think the blowback need to happen on Mr. Cuban. I think it has to happen in, in anyone who's not uh, listen, I still feel as though in America, you should have the right to voice your opinion. But now listen to me. When you, I was worth when I come back, <laughs> so you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth even. So you cling. Up inside, you thought I was to die for. So you sacrifice. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. 
Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. CL, back with you on this great day in the USA, and uh, some things are just cute. But anyway, um, thank you so much. And then there's some things that are not, like things going on on television right now, and that's the impeachment uh, of the President of the United States. Uh, which will, of course, will come to nothing. Waste of your tax dollars and mine. Yeah. Waste of your tax dollars and mine. Waste of American time. Don't they have better things to do? I think they do. You know, as a, a, a person who has... I've I've employed a lot of people over the years, you know, in various ways and stages and so forth. And um, I I just if you're working for me, I just feel as though you should work. You know, since we made this agreement that I'm going to pay you this, and this is what I'll get from you. And the reason you hire this person is because this person is, you know, the person that uh, supposed to produce for you. You know, you, that's why you hire him over him or her over him or him over her or whatever, however it goes. And uh, when that person does not produce, well, do you continue paying them? The nature of business says no, you can't. If you're in business, if it doesn't, if it doesn't pay, you know, if it doesn't make money, it doesn't make sense, right? If you're in business, if you call it business, whole different thing with um, other things. But when you're in business, you you're there to make money, right? And and so, um, Americans, when you send these guys to office. To the legislature, you send them there to do your business. And as I started this show, this is how I will end it. Uh, seven years ago now, over seven years ago, Michelle, it had been over seven years ago. When we started this show, because Bill Cassidy is now in his seventh year. Yeah. Yeah. This is our seventh year. And Bill Cassidy was one of our first uh, people that we helped win office, win the Senate. Senator Bill Cassidy. You'll see what I'm talking about. You conservatives, you Republicans out there. You'll see what I'm talking about. You see, this this is what we have to look out for. People like and Bill, I got to tell you, and you, I'm going to send you clips of the show. You're going to send? No, I'm going to send you the whole show, because the whole show, except for the part that about uh, that we had on uh, with uh, the doctor, 
is basically about you, Bill. Betrayal. Us feeling bamboozled and hoodwinked, Bill. The whole show has been basically about you. And, 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 and I have to tell you this. I had Parker Ward on. We're going to send you the clips. We're going to send them to your, 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 your office. We're going to send them out to your, this, this clip out to your constituents. I'm going to put this clip on television, on, on, not on television, on, uh, on, on my radio. I'm going to talk about it on my YouTube channel, Bill. You can believe this. As much as a friend as we have been, Man, you crossed the line, Senator. And, and, and I hate it. But man, you crossed the line. How, how is it? How is it in every campaign ad that you put out to get yourself reelected? You put out you use Donald John Trump as as your as your your cornerstone you use Donald John Trump and he actually threw you a bone many times came down here came down to Louisiana and and um campaign for you soon I'll be in Florida I'll be having to say came over there to Louisiana we came down to Louisiana and 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 uh, had you with him, showcased you. Yeah, he did. I know he was. I was covering it. I was there. Bill, how can you bite the hand that fed you? How can you do that? You know, now the the, the opponent that you were up against. I don't think he was going to beat you. I don't think he was. I don't think he was going to beat you. I don't think he could have. But we made sure that you trounced him and basically run him out of politics, really, by him losing that Senate seat. That was that was his way out. He was trying to get out of of here because things are over for him here. Okay, things are over for him here. And so he was trying to go there while holding on to some foothold here but we helped you overcome him decisively and this is what we get huh this is what we get Bill Cassidy Senator that sounds like ingratitude to me and the people the people uh, I can tell you Parker Ward uh, represents the Republican angle on the that's represented on the show today right here in northern Louisiana Bill you've messed up now I know you may not want to run for office anymore pardon me you may not want to run for office anymore and if you don't then why don't you just why don't you oh man can't do anything till we get a Republican governor can we can't replace you that's how ticked off we are bill we'd like to see you go now if we had somebody to put in your seat i think uh, we're gonna have 
I hope Governor Landry, I hope we have Attorney General Mike Johnson. But what senatorial, what senator are we going to send to Washington, D.C.? In place of Bill Cassidy, first year, yeah, Bill is not. Bill's probably going to step aside. Yeah, he'll be in his mid. Be no, he won't even be seven. I don't think Bill. No, he'll be early seventies. He'll be in his early seventies, so he's probably going to turn into a lobbyist, make money that way. So, still be young, kicking, very vibrant. But you, we feel betrayed. America, there's a lot of that going on. These folks we have sent to Washington, D.C. to do our business, to do our bidding. They are up there doing their thing. And you, we need to check in on this. Because we don't send them there to turn on us. We send them there to... Listen, if you are a Republican, some Republican stuff ought to be going on. Not Democrat stuff. You were sent there by the Republican Party. So some Republican stuff ought to be going on. And you vote along with six other Republicans to go along with the Democrats? No, man. Some Republican stuff ought to be happening. You ought to be going on with some Republican stuff. You didn't do it. And it's too bad. Yeah, it's too bad that we can't trust the ele- our other people we send to office. It's too bad that they betray us. They hoodwink. They swindle. They bamboozle us. It's too bad. That that is the way this thing has played out. It's too bad. Don't like this whatsoever. But we're going to have to live with it. Joe Manchin. um, (laughs) You're a powerful man right now. Joe Manchin has asked Joe Biden to rescind his order on shutting down the Keystone Pipeline. Joe Manchin, a Democrat. Joe is a swing vote. The Democrats lose their majority if they lose Joe Manchin. I'll be in your neck of the woods, uh, Joe next week yeah there's some fine folks up that way Joe's an old style supposedly an old style Democrat so I doubt seriously he'll change parties but, Joe, you have had this habit of voting, of course, with your party. Do you Democrats, I give it to you. You stick together. I'll give that to you. You guys stick together. While Republicans like Casty, uh, you never know where they may go. And that's what we're seeing. And so, my friends, my fellow Americans, 
These are the times. Try the souls of men. But as scripture says, and as my, my friend Hannity has a, a really good habit of quoting, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, you believe also in Jesus Christ. And so this Judeo-Christian nation, we simply need to be who we can be and who we have been in times past. We may not have been, the times may not have been as good, but somehow we were better people than we are now. Somehow we were better people than we are now. We were patriotic. There was no doubt that that chill, that feeling of seeing the flag go up the pole and being together with other Americans was something special. The demise of a nation is in is standing in our way, is, 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 is before us. We were watching it happen. And in some cases, when you sign on to things like Mark Cuban has done, you aid and you abet it. We can't do that, Americans. Giving you a republic, if you can keep it. Well, I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day, and I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I am able to talk to you again, I'm C.L., And my heartfelt desire is that God will bless and keep you all. 